Hey friends, Boss Man here. I want to tell you about my new partners at Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid the podcast like the Boss Man do. To get started today, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Boss Man, Showtime, my weekly segment with my man, 
J.C. Smith, catch us always at BossManShow.com. New website, new links, new distributors got it going on at BossManShow.com. J.C., what's good, bro? The boss, what's going on, man? Man, not much, man. Looking forward to MLK Day weekend here, man. But, bro, this is what I don't like, bro, about MLK Day weekend. See MLK on flyers, bro, like for real, or with rings on his fingers. Like, we have blackified MLK, put him on club flyers, man. I, I, I can't dig that part of MLK Day weekend. The sales are good, but the, the flyers and, the, and doing them up like that, man, I can't get with that, bro. Hey, man, y'all love our people, man. <laughs> gotta love it. Gotta love it. You got that right. Now, bro. We know LeBron James is front run, a front runner, bro. How do you feel about him being a Cowboy fan, allegedly? Then going to be a Brown fan, the Brown side, when that he's pulling a stoop dog in, he in the Rams locker room now, carrying a man purse. Hey, what bro. is your thoughts as a Cowboy fan and how LeBron just put a stoop dog in and gun went front running on you now? You know, I always question LeBron's fandom anyway when it came to the Cowboys. I never thought that was a. Uh... Uh, true blue. You know what I'm saying? Like I always do. Of course, you know anything that is winning, he gonna he gonna pretty much you know you know ride the tip. So I I wasn't surprised at all to hear about him in the uh, Rams locker room. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's in, he's in L. A. He's the L. A. guy now, so it only seemed you know fitting for him to be able to go over there. You know he he's gonna play both sides. Anyway, the Cowboys won. He gonna be in the Cowboys locker room. They lost. The Rams won. And vice versa, man. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't trip. I wasn't surprised at all about it. Yeah, I, mean, I know that everybody upset you, but bro, before we get to to the new games, how was after party at Mush? I'm not going to but clicks after that game because I know it had to put a, a dash on a lot of of your customers because I know a lot of people in Memphis, either Cowboys or still Pittsburgh fans. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, uh, it sucked, but <laughs> we had a good time anyway. The Cowboy fans that were there, you know what? What thing we always gonna do? No matter the outcome of the actual game, we gonna always win the party. Like we are undefeated. We are sixteen. We are sixteen and zero when it comes to out partying the other fan clubs. Man, that's, that's what we. That's, I guess when you have the Super Bowl in over 20, 24 years, you gotta win something, man. So we gonna always win the party, man. So we had a good time Saturday night. Yeah, I do remember the the first Cowboy party I went to. 2012 when the Cowboys played the Falcons and was was bad. Yeah, but that party was man it was out there in the Marshland yard <laughs> at, at the you, Georgia man. Dome. I'm telling you, like Cowboy fans party <laughs> like no other. So yes, I can definitely re- re- recall those days. Now we got tomorrow, bro, NCAA championship game it's kicking off Rams and Saints. Um. The Rams ran the ball very well with CJ with Anderson, who looks very big, like a like a, he like a small Mike Tobert out there. Yeah. Todd Gurley ran the ball on the Cowboy defense, who was known about the run. They, they saw Seattle the week prior, like they they brought up Chris Carson and Mike Davis, J.D. McKissick, and those boys of Seattle. But the Rams ran right over them. Both guys over over a hundred yards rushing, 
and the Saints barely beating the Eagles on a Alshon Jeffrey drop as they were trying for a two-minute warning in the fourth quarter there because the Saints Bob May could have won the game with Drew Brees being who he is, but the Eagles would have went up in that game if Jeffrey made that catch and they kept their drive going where they managed it just right because you don't want to really get Brees the ball with time on the clock. But so this match is going to be real interesting. They played earlier this year. The Rams was about to keep to leave. They, they got gas in the running game and the passing game. But the Rams made it close. You know, they made some, some, some questionable calls, going fake field goals, missing field goals, and going for it, not making it. So it, it was definitely a good game, bro. So look at this matchup with the Rams and the Saints. How do you see this shaking out in the Superdome on Sunday? Man, you know what? I mean, so far, you know, these playoffs, you know, other than the wild card round, these playoffs are pretty much gone chalk. You know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, uh, the one seed, two seed, you know, matching up in these championship games, it's pretty much gone as expected there. And that, and that lets you know that home field means something. You know, home field advantage means something. So, you know, even the Saints, you know, came out kind of rusty. I think, you know, the whole, uh, the whole, uh, rest versus rust debate. You know, I think that you saw Russ help the Rams and Russ, you know, hurt the Saints early on in that first half and, and, and part of that third quarter. You know, um, but the, the the Saints, they, they've got that game uh, over now between the Eagles and they came out rusty. They were able to kind of, you know, they were the better team. They kind of willed, willed themselves to a victory. And I still I still think if Alshon Jeffrey catches that pass and the Eagles score, or whatever on that drive, the Saints would probably still came down the field, kick the field goal uh, to win that game, man. Um, but like I said, the two best teams in the NFC now squaring off this Sunday, and I expect home field to you know to play a big part in this one also. I think the Saints are going to win it. It's going it's going to be a close game early on, but I think the Saints will, they'll they'll find a way to kind of make this like maybe a ten point game, uh, 10, 14 point game uh, to finish it off, man, with some big plays uh, from Michael Thomas and company there. Uh, the Rams to hang in there. Gurley will be effective. Those weapons they have, they'll, they'll all be effective. But the Saints are are the better team, and you know they beat them in the regular season. I think they'll find a way to do it again in, in uh, the conference championship game on Sunday. Yes, indeed. As JC's pick, he had the Saints going to come into Atlanta to see us in a couple of weeks' time after his week's games, and also we got the AFC Championship game. It's all to be very cold out there in Kansas City, bro. It's all to be very cold. The Patriots come to town for the Chiefs. Uh, the Patriots dominate the Chargers. I thought they were going to handle the Patriots, but the Chargers played zone the entire time. I get you want to play zone against Tom Brady. We just have to blitz him, too, put pressure on him. You just can't sit back and, you know, play zone the whole time and cover through his zone. He's going to eat it alive. Uh, Gus Bradley did not make any adjustments in that regard. Patriots ran all over them boys and blew them out early. It was over early. The Chiefs. Took a, took a game, Colts team in the snow there, wore them out. Vinatieri missed the field goal, missed an extra point. Could have been a little bit different if depending on how, how the Colts played late in that game. So, bro, with it being so cold, I don't see it being a shootout like it would be if it's a little bit warmer. So, I, do, I want the Chiefs to win, but I feel like the Chiefs not equipped to play that cold weather brawling kind of football that you need to win in 15-degree weather on Sunday night in Kansas City. And I feel like where have, where this is where having home field is going to kind of be a disadvantage right now because the Patriots are more equipped for brittle cold than the Chiefs are who love that, that air it out with Tyreek Hill and those boys and you know, a, a faulty track. It cuts them down a little bit there. 
at Arrowhead. Eight straight. Eight straight AFC championship game appearances. When you're talking about the New England Patriots, like, this is that time of the year, man, where, you know, you think, you know, during the regular season, you know, we were talking about the Patriots are dead, Tom Brady is through. But it's something about the postseason and the Patriots, they just always find a way, you know. They don't have uh, as much talent as they had in years past on paper, but they always find a way. Like, they're running game now, you know, with Sonny, with Sonny Michelle and James White catching passes out of the backfield. That's a deadly combination, you know, what they got going on right now uh, up there in Foxborough. So, I think them going into Kansas City this weekend, like you said, the, the weather, uh, looking at like 10 degrees, uh, game time temperature, like that's perfect. <laughs> you know, it's right up their alley because Tom Brady, you know, is one of the greatest cold-weather quarterbacks of all time, you know, when you, when you look at the numbers and everything. So, I think the experience versus the youth, with Patrick Mahomes, you know, first time in this situation, he'll be back in the situation plenty of times, you know, with that Chiefs team in the future. But I think the weather, like I said, is going to play a factor, man. It kinda, it's going to kind of neutralize what Mahomes can do out there as far as throwing that ball vertically um, out there, man. I think it's going to be a ground and pound game, and it's going to be the Wiley veterans, you know, the Patriots once again, finding a way, man, finding a way out of no way and making another uh, Super Bowl appearance. So, yeah, from JC, Saints, Patriots will be here in Atlanta. I hope it's the other way around, be Chiefs and Rams personally. I don't want Saints in my building or <laughs> the Patriots in my building after having to look at the Super Bowl the way I did. So, I'm like, I'm good on that. Now, let's turn to basketball, bro. The Mavs are looking to trade Dan Smith Jr. already because he does not feel with Luka Doncic, Tim and Rick Carl, butting heads already. And. What are your thoughts on how, in just a year or two, Dennis Smith Jr. has already, due to Luka Doncic, has already played himself out of Dallas with Luka's development and out of Rick Carlisle and Mark Cuban's plans going forward? You know, it's crazy when you think about it. Um, you know, Dennis Smith Jr. being the uh, the darling just last year, you know what I'm saying, getting a lot of rookie of the year hype and buzz there as uh, a candidate last year. And just that quickly, you know, the tables have turned, man, with Luka coming in. I mean, I think everybody knew he was going to be a uh, okay player. I don't think nobody saw him having this type of success so so early in his career. And it's a situation where, you know, the Mavericks uh, can, they they stand to really benefit, you know, by trade Dennis Smith. If I'm the front office and other Mavericks, I'm definitely you know trying to find the best offer for him because, you know, it only makes sense at this point to go forward with Luca because he can do more than you know with Dennis Smith Jr. can. So. Dennis Smith Jr. has to realize, man, you got to be professional, man. You got to be professional. You know, um, as part of the business, you know, there's, there's a guy that, you know, quite frankly, is a better player than you are. You know, he, of course, Dennis Smith Jr. is more athletic and, you know, um, fast and all that. But just the effect that Luca has on the game right now, it's kind of phasing out what Dennis Smith Jr. can do for them. So if I'm Dennis Smith Jr., you know, I'm like, hey, okay, if you guys want to move me, just, you know, Move me to the best possible situation where you know where he could be successful, and I think that's the that's the best thing for both parties going forward because Luca is definitely the future, you know, future of the Mavericks and Dennis Smith Jr. You know, it's just par for the course, man. You gotta take your lumps. You know, he he, he will be a good player, but I don't see him being on that Mavericks roster. You know, um, much further than than past the season. 
Yeah, it's sad to see how you know, how Trink can turn so fast in sports. It's just that fast, you the darling, and you, and, you, and, you, and you the devil, just that fast because of bringing in a, a more talented guy than yourself, and you don't want to accept the role. And I get it. We all got egos. We all got we all got the beliefs about our abilities, and we don't want to. I got to step back. We don't have to per se. So I get the young man's thoughts and his plight, but so tell you, I got kind of bite the bullet here. But his agent's trying to get him out of Dallas. We hear Orlando's an option. The Utah Jazz is an option. Charlotte, you know, our team's interested in doing it. Mass want a first-round pick for him. or Because he's, he's on that cheap contract, so he got to be like a first-round pick or, or some supplemental parts, you know, to make them work out salary cap-wise. So we'll see what Dan Smith Jr. going on. And, bro, James Harden going off like crazy oh without Chris Paul. Yeah, I mean, he's scoring the ball like a machine with – Paul out, Gordon out, Capella out. Uh, the West is very stacked right now with just James Harden and the band going. Can him alone keep them guys afloat to make one eight season in the playoffs? Or you think they may need CP3 to get healthy, Tucker and those boys and Gordon just so they can maybe get an eighth seed to play Golden State and get swept uh, or beat first round in like four or five games there. How are you feeling about the Rockets' chances of just being Harden and a, a bunch of nobodies? Man, here's my thing, bro. Like, of course, James Harden's putting up ridiculous numbers. You know what I'm saying? He broke Kobe's streak, you know, uh, with um, uh, 30, 30 points scored plus, uh, you know, with oh, 17, 18 games in a row there and, 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 and counting, you know, broke Kobe's streak and everything. But my thing is what he's doing is hollow. It's hollow to me because when Kobe was putting up those numbers, the Lakers, you know, were uh, a team contending for a title. Jordan put up those numbers. The, you know, the Bulls were a team contending for a title. Can you honestly feel like – do you honestly feel like the, the Rockets at this point are contending for a title or are they contending to make the playoffs? No. You know, yeah. That's, Just that's, make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's my thing, man. And he's going he's to wear down at some point. He's human. James Harden is phenomenal. I, 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 he's MVP to me at this point. He is. But – Will it be the same old, same old when it comes to the playoffs? And somehow, some way, the Rockets are just not able to get over the hump. They had their best opportunity they may ever have last year when they had the chance and, and quite frankly, should have knocked off Golden State if uh, CP3 doesn't get hurt, you know, with the hamstring and everything in the playoffs last year. But to me, even with a healthy CP3, a healthy Gordon, a healthy Capella, they still have no chance of beating Golden State. I think, I think Harden's going to be flat out dead tired from – having to carry the load, carry this burden, all these points he's putting up, you know, towards uh, come playoff time. I think that he's going to dis- disappear come playoff time, and it's all it's going to be because, you know, he's, he's worn out. Yeah, he's gassed, and D'Antoni's teams wear down because D'Antoni didn't play to actually play eight men. So they wear down. He only plays eight guys pretty much, exactly. sometimes seven. D'Antoni wears his own guys out by not going deep on his bench. D'Antoni is like the offensive version of uh, – what's my guy? He just got fired from Minnesota. The coach. Uh, Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah, he's like the offensive version of, of Tom Thibodeau to the point where he has a short rota- short rotation. But because he plays with guys so hard and for so long, they're going to wear out, man. That's what's going to happen to the Rockets in playoff time. Matter of fact, let's say the Rockets get like a 70 or 60 and avoid Golden State. I'm not so sure that the, the Rockets get, get to get to, to see Golden State. I think they, they probably get knocked off before that. Yeah, because you got to play the Denver OKC in two or three. Exactly. 
And right now, I think, of course, Denver and OKC have a better team on paper. So I'm not so sure if the Rockets get to that point. Maybe they, they you know, find a way to kind of tank towards the end to where they can stay in the AC. But if you're a 7 seed or 6 seed and you got to go against Denver, go against Oklahoma City if you're the Rockets, I'm not sure if I like my chances in this series. Yeah, uh, yeah, it might not look good for the Rockets going forward. They're going to need to make a move or two to give them some help. Even that ain't going to help. So it's kind of like they're screwed either way they go, they're screwed. Exactly, bro. No doubt. Well, folks, this is JC, me and the boss, man. Before we go, JC, tell the people what you got going on tonight at Clicks as you prepare for championship weekend. NFC AFC games that clicks. I get the fans ready for a great Sunday coming up here tomorrow. Hey man, MLK weekend is going down. I have a dream, boss. I have a dream that all my people in the city of Memphis will be coming to click tonight. It's going down. Free admission till five. Free admission till five. Free admission till ten because you will probably be there until about <laughs> five in the morning. <laughs> We're gonna be there about five in the morning. Yes. MLK weekend, man. So y'all come on out. We're at Michigan 10 p.m. We're going to be rocking all night long. Great street specials, great food. Uh, like I said, free to 10, $5 admission after 10 o'clock. It's going down, man. We're going to have contracts. We got Trust Us Records contracts on deck ready for you to sign, man, because we're looking for artists on this MLK weekend, man. We're going to take somebody to the top. Trust Us Records, baby. You can't trust me. You can't trust none of us. And you better believe in that, folks. That's JC on the Boston Man Show. Catch us every week at BostonShow.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, everywhere you listen to your on-demand free radio or podcast. Check out the Boston Man Show. And thank you to our FM Flits as well who carry the show each Saturday and Sundays on the Boston Radio Network. Folks, JC and the Boss Man, we are out. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh. Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation.
Is maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.